Hello, Monetization Nation. Welcome back to another episode with Jason McDonald. In the first episode, we talked about the benefits of publishing a book on Amazon. In today's episode, we'll discuss five secrets of personal branding. Tectonic shifts are constantly transforming the earth and business, causing destruction and huge growth opportunities. I'm Nathan Gwilliam, the host of Monetization Nation, where we learn how to leverage business tectonic shifts to transform monetization. Would you go through and share with us maybe your top five secrets and strategies about personal branding and, and maybe any examples that you'd, you'd like to give of, of people that have, have done it right? Yeah. So personal. So here's why I think personal branding is really good for your type of audience. So yes, I have all these technical skills, SEO, social media, managing ads, expert witness, blah, blah, blah. Those are great. They're all technical skills, but I think a skill that's really interesting, and this is marketing 101 in general, but I think for most of the people watching are probably carbon-based life forms, right? Is, is your personal brand, right? And we live in this era of personal brands. And what I mean by that is not your brand to your family, but your, your brand on the internet, right? Where you position yourself generally as what I call a helpful expert in a certain topic, right? Now, what am I an expert in? I am an expert in making something out of nothing, right? And that's what I'm good at, right? I always like, I just joke with my mom, like, you know, um, I, I can't, I can't, fix my plumbing. I don't know how to put a bicycle together. If I can hire someone, you know, to, to, you know, to like do my electric electrical work. Absolutely. I am completely incompetent at every sort of macho male, you know, down doing my oil change. I don't do any of that. What I'm really good at is just like the fiction of the internet. And, and, you know, this is like, for me, it's sort of like self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, how do you know that I'm an expert on SEO? Well, you go to Amazon and you see my book or you Google SEO expert San Francisco and you find me. So it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm an expert in creating the illusion that I'm an expert in creating illusions, right? That's what I'm good at, right? I actually don't produce anything. I just move information around. Now, I think that is really relevant to a lot of entrepreneurs. And we were, we were talking about different people. Elon Musk is a great example of this, right? So he takes his personal brand, obviously he has a ton of money from PayPal, but he's got that between Tesla and SpaceX. And he's very good at getting out there on the media environment that he's this entrepreneur and he's doing this and he's doing that. And it becomes kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. I mean, he is this hot, amazing entrepreneur because he's this hot, amazing entrepreneur that people are paying attention to. And that sort of what I would call a virtuous circle is really relevant in lots of areas um, for brands, for companies, for CEOs. Right now, then you take that back. So I actually taught a course on personal branding at Stanford, right? What do you have to do? You have to, de you have to deconstruct that into its elements, right? And one of those elements is like, what do you want to be an expert in? What do you want to be the guru of, right? That's kind of, I always call it Jason's therapist, right? What do you want to be the expert in? And that's something that you kind of are passionate. You have to be passionate about so you can do it. And then you have to deconstruct, like flip it around. What are the signals that people outside look for that establish you as an expert in that area? And you've got to then create those signals, right? So it is a little manipulative, right? So in my case, right, 
I always say this when I teach LinkedIn, people are going to go to me on LinkedIn and they're going to say, I have over 500 connections and I have a lot of videos and I have a lot of content. So I create the illusion on, on LinkedIn that I'm really successful <laughs> and amazing. Right. And you want to do that as well. So you want to think through what you're creating as a brand that is going to validate you are as awesome as you say you are. And there's all sorts of downstream things that we can talk about. But I think the mistake that people make is they're, it's not that they're too humble. It's they don't think of this as a process that you create this over time and you have to start somewhere. And that's what I think is so fascinating about. I think personal branding is the most underrated skill that people have today. And, that, and everyone needs this. Everyone needs a personal brand, I think. So you brought up like five different topics that I would love to talk to you about. So the first one I like to talk about is the difference between personal branding and kind of the CEO influencer. And this concept of it's, it's not just some PR person at Tesla that's out there having a Twitter account, right? There's lots of companies that do that. It's, it's the difference. It's, it's Elon Musk that has the Twitter account that's talking to people. Right. And and being able to connect to the man or the, the woman, the, the, the top person in, in that organization or in that movement um, is highly appealing to people, right? That's, That's much people, people do business with people, not yeah. with brands per se. And so personal branding is a recognition of the strength of that. And so these personal CEOs like Elon Musk, to use a simple example, get that people are have an affinity you know Steve Jobs would be probably the most important and most famous personal brand of the last like 30 years mm -hmm. so there was the Apple brand and there was the Steve Jobs brand and that's an example of where people do business with people and you want to nurture that as an organization now, is it real who knows I'm a huge Andy Warhol fan right little, yeah. you know, take a little history down intellectual lane here and one of the things with Andy Warhol was like do we really know you know who Michael Jackson really was or do we just know the illusion that was presented about Michael Jackson well that's what personal branding is it's the illusion that you're projecting on the internet and, and it should have a connection to reality but it's not the same as who you are on a day-to-day -day basis. And then that, then the other thing is that can be constructed, manipulated, nurtured, you know, whatever term you want to use, it still has a basis in reality. It's not like a Tesla is a fake vehicle. It's a real vehicle. Yeah. But the cachet of Tesla is, is, is connected with Elon Musk's personal cachet. He's a visionary. I want to talk about how powerful that is. Like if, if you went out there just on the street and you asked a hundred people who the CEO of Tesla was, right? 75, 80% of people could probably tell you Elon Musk. Absolutely. And, and who's the CEO of Ford? That's I, what, I don't know. Some it, dude named Ford? I no, have no idea. No. Or, or any of the other car companies. I can't yeah. tell the CEO of any of them. And, and that's the point. Because he created this brand, he created this reach and this influence that no other car company has. And I don't think it's, it's, a, it's a fluke that, that he now could buy probably any other car company in the world. Yeah, right. It's very, and it's not just him personally, it's also the whole, all the other things, but they're interrelated. Now, I think the thing for most of us, we're not on the level of that level of money and blah, blah, blah. But many entrepreneurs, your personal brand, especially if you're any kind of digital sort of thing, your personal brand is very important. So use another example, probably get me into a little bit of hot water here. So Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, right, has a certain type of brand, 
right? And Pat Flynn has another type of brand in terms of internet marketing. And it's not like one is good and one is bad, but they're different brands that reflect their personalities. Both of those guys sell books. Both of those guys have their hands in you know, the cookie jar of different entrepreneurial ventures, et cetera, et cetera. Now the question is, is Gary Vee's sort of brash, in my mind, obnoxious New York City brand, his real personality or is it his projected personality on the internet? And if Pat Bland's sort of good guy next door brand, is that his real brand? I don't care, but both of those people have clearly made a choice of projecting a certain brand identity, which then helps them sell books and be involved in venture capital and all this kind of stuff. You and I can do that as well, depending on what your personal sort of goals are. And, and, I, and that's something I think is really interesting for people like watching this video or thinking about this podcast, right? That they can think of, you're not stuck. You're not chained in your identity as it is today. It can be created and it can be synergistic with your business. Another, that's right. And another interesting thing is that some of those most successful personal branders are doing is it's not, their personal brand isn't just about their company. It's often about a movement. So like mm -hmm. Elon Musk isn't, it's not just about Tesla or SpaceX, but it's also about the electric car movement. It's also about the space exploration movement, right? He's become the face of electric cars and space exploration Absolutely. as well. So if you're passionate about one of those movements, you follow him, even if you never bought the Tesla. Correct. And the other interesting there, which I think another really interesting uh, concept to think about is resonance. And this is very important in marketing. So, so, you know, here's like something I've, you know, I have all these things I read and I go, oh, that's really interesting. This is what I think about when I walk my dog, right? Mm. So, you know, I was reading one book and the guy said, I don't even know who said it, but he, I think it's a really interesting concept. He said, you know, marketing doesn't really create demand. Marketing just moves demand. And I think that's really interesting. I think a lot of us fall into the trap of, I'm going to create this demand for X. Okay, maybe. But even better is when you're kind of tapping into something that's kind of already there. And so Elon Musk, in a sense, he didn't create the desire for green energy and eco-friendly environment, you know, sort of a, a well-built cars that look cool. He's tapping into this in the culture. So he's He's resonating with the culture. And that's, I think, really important to products that do really well. They resonate with things that are kind of already there. Yeah. And so as, an, as a business, as an entrepreneur, as somebody who writes books, I'll tell you the books that succeed are the books that are resonating with the desire that's already in the audience. So that's, that's something to think about uh, for your audience. Like what, what's kind of out there? It's almost like uh, Elon Musk looked into our soul and realized we all think, oh God, you know, the carbon future is pretty grim. We, we probably should be doing something, right? That's kind of what, what the resonance is there. And the Teslas, uh, it's also like, um, you can have an eco-friendly car, but you can also be super cool, right? That's also yeah. in the brand. Okay, any other stories or secrets about personal branding that you'd like to share? Yeah, so the other thing I think, this is the dark side. So let's go to the dark side for a second. We live in an era, and boy, you see this all over the news media 24 hours a day. The internet is like an elephant. It never forgets. And if I could give one advice to people, before you tweet, before you create that TikTok, before you create that Instagram post, 
think about the downstream implications that this could have for your whole life. And I'm not going to get into the, is it good? Is it bad? Is it right? Is it wrong? But we clearly live in an era in which you're leaving this massive digital footprint and it can really come back and get you. And that's another thing that people need to really think about before you do anything. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to quite yet put my tinfoil hat on yet, but you, this is the world we live in. Yeah. And, and a good gauge for that is, is it kind, right? If we're yeah. something out there that is not kind, we probably shouldn't do it because we I, probably will end up regret. Yes, I was, I was born in Texas. I was raised in Oklahoma. My mama always told me, if, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your lips, you know, that, that was good advice on the internet, right? And people, there's no, no, no reason to be so trashy, yada, yada, yada. But that's kind of the flip side of personal branding that you really have to watch out for. And that's where CEOs, if you're a marketing manager and you're trying to manage the personal brand of your CEO, that can be a big problem because you may not be able to control that person and they may have some dirty laundry that comes out. And that's the downside. Now you should be able to control that for yourself mm -hmm. and not put, you know, whatever. So I think that's, you know, things that are coming really, that this digital footprint thing is really a problem because we're all generating digital footprints and they may really come back and get us. And it may be the most innocent of things that you said, but that's a real challenge in this era of which, you know, remember back in high school, you know, or maybe before I saw your permanent record, right? You were like, yeah. oh my God, it's gonna be my permanent There was no permanent record, right? That was the whole scam. There was no permanent record. No one knows what I did in high school, right? <laughs> but now there is a permanent record. Yeah, there is. All right. Any other stories or secrets or examples you'd like to share from? And I would just share this too. I mean, positive, negative. And I, I try to empower people to, you know, figure out what you want to be a helpful expert in and, and you can, you can do it. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of technical knowledge that's usually needed, but I'm, I try to be very positive and empowering to people. I think sometimes I think half the half time of being a good teacher is just motivating people. Yeah. It's getting them excited. I love that you said helpful expert, that you use that adjective, um, because so much of personal branding is truly that. It's not just about selling something and trying to get something from your audience. The very first step in this whole process is providing value. And you've got to find a way that you can give back and, and give value. And, and that's what will make people follow you. That's what will make people trust you. That's what will create your personal brand. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's definitely my general strategy towards people. And I think uh, a lot of times the biggest problem is figuring out and being specific, like what you want to go after, mm -hmm. right? That's just marketing 101. Like what's your target market? What's your target buyer? And, and people really need to get that uh, focused in their head. And then all the downstream stuff is actually, it's easy in a conceptual sense. It's harder in a day-to-day -day sense, but that's where... Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity and we live in just this great age. I think that's where people really get very Debbie downer on things. You know, um, if it were 1979, my books would never succeed. They would never have succeeded. The whole digital universe makes what I do possible. You wouldn't have had the platform to get the, the platform when it wasn't there. Yep. The platform was not a reachable. And so the platform, yes, it's got some problems. This is just the human condition. But we live in an era in which so many cool things are possible if you just 
put your nose to the grindstone and work at it. And I, I try to be very upbeat and positive about the world we live in, in that way. And I guess so. one of the points there too, is whether you use the Amazon platform, which still is providing a lot of great opportunities for people, or you can also find a different platform, just like you found the Amazon platform. What's the next platform that someone else can use to build yeah. I'll tell you in social media, the platform that is really just mind blowing is TikTok. Yeah. It is mind blowing platform. I mean, I was like, when Snapchat was like hot, 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 I was like, oh, this is so stupid. I think Snapchat is so dumb. Please go away. Just leave. Right. Fortunately, Snapchat is really a messaging platform. It's not really a social media platform. So I never was a huge fan of it. I didn't really get how it worked. You know, it's a message. TikTok is a true social platform. And there's so many interesting things going on there. Now, you know, people, oh, it's only teenagers. That's not really true. But I tell you, this is the zeitgeist of TikTok is very interesting and, and, and it's going to be very big. I am very bullish on it as a platform uh, for the future. It's really amazing. So I think that's an area where something new is happening. That's pretty cool. So I know what the traditional CEO is going to ask to that is to say, okay, how, how can I leverage TikTok without getting in front of a camera and dancing, right? Yeah, so just, so one of the things I try to teach people in my class, right, is learn to be a good like detective, learn to go look at other brands and see what they're doing. So take a brand, like look at the, you know, simple Google search, just Google brands that are doing TikTok well, right? You're gonna run into a brand like Chipotle. So TikTok, obviously the things that are going well in TikTok are B2C, business to consumer, Look at a brand like Chipotle and look what they're doing on TikTok. It has, they don't show their CEOs. It's, it's, you know, again, it's a consumer brand. I get that. TikTok is consumer oriented, especially right now. Well, you have to remember what was YouTube when it first got started, right? Mm-hmm. You know, what was Facebook? Facebook was just universities for a long time. So look at a brand like Chipotle and look what they're doing on TikTok. And it, it's very interesting and intriguing. And then take those ideas and see. Now, you, if you're not a consumer brand, yeah, right now it doesn't have a lot of opportunity. But in terms of innovation, it's so innovative that it's worth looking at, at least if to exclude it. So you're right. You don't have to put the CEO on camera, but it has a lot. There's a lot of weird little cooking videos, dog training videos, physical fitness videos on TikTok that are doing really well. Yeah. So I'm, I am, you know, I, I lived in Silicon Valley for 30 some years. Um, you know, the next new thing is, is sometimes just BS and sometimes it's actually real. In this case, I think TikTok is one of the things that's really exciting mm-hmm. on the social universe that's, that's out there in a way that Snapchat wasn't. Thank you so much, Jason, for sharing your stories and knowledge with us today. Here are some of my key takeaways from this episode. Number one, building a personal brand is becoming crucial to success. People connect with people. Number two, we need to become a helpful expert in our specific field. Number three, we should create signals that tell our audience we are an expert. Number four, personal branding is often about finding a movement or tectonic shift and taking advantage of it. Number five, before we post anything online, think about the effects it could have on our personal brand now and in the future. If you enjoyed this interview and want to learn more about Jason or connect with him, you can find him on his LinkedIn profile or his website, jasonmcdonald.org, or you can find his books on Amazon. And there's links to those sites on the blog post for this episode at monetizationnation.com. Do you want to be a better digital monetizer? Then please follow these channels to receive free digital monetization content. 
Number one, you can get a free monetization assessment of your business or subscribe to the free monetization e-magazine at monetizationnation.com. Number two, you can subscribe to the Monetization Nation podcast or YouTube channel. And number three, please follow Monetization Nation on Instagram and Twitter. How have you built your personal brand? Please join our private Monetization Nation Facebook group and share your insights with other digital monetizers. Thanks for joining me for this episode. I wish you success in your personal branding. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.